Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast. I have two special guests today. I have Mike Tadio and Clint Aquino of United Rage. Hi guys. Yo, yo, what's up? How are you guys doing? Hanging in there. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, so hanging in there like everybody else. <laughs> so how is this uh, COVID and everything? Uh, how do you guys coping with that? Uh, honestly, Nothing, nothing drastic has changed, you know, from as far as from my everyday life since I, I'm an introvert. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't go out and socialize a lot unless, unless there's like a special occasion or, or uh, you know, one of my friends want to talk or vice versa. But, yeah, everything's the same for me. How about you, Clint? Ah, it's, it's what it, basically whatever he said. It's the same exact thing. But the thing is, I never stopped working, so I didn't feel any uh, any change because I'm still working. Never stopped working, and I, the only the only difference is I'm wearing a mask now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So uh, I got to know you guys uh, when when you guys performed here in Manila, uh, United Way. That's when we first met. Uh, yes. And then you, uh, you guys also collaborated with uh, my friend in Hong Kong, JM, in one of yep, your videos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, can, were you guys all born in the US or you migrated from the Philippines? Mike, you go first. No, uh, I moved. I moved out here in uh, United States in 2009. Right. I was born in Hong Kong. All right. And uh, I left Hong Kong when I was six to study. And my, both my parents are from the Philippines. Actually, my dad and uh, James' dad are uh, are are in a band, band together. Right. That's how I know uh, JM. Yeah. For me, yeah. For me, I moved here. I was born in the Philippines, and moved here on. 2012 mm. and been living here since and still here <laughs> miss the Philip miss the Philippines though yeah uh, so, so Mike I saw your uh, you you when you graduated you sing the national anthem right yeah <laughs> that was really, that? yeah yeah I saw that it's really amazing huh <laughs> oh thank you thanks yeah it, it was, was it was, uh, was nerve-wracking I was so nervous but you know I, I had to pull it off. Like yeah, in the in the beginning, you can you can hear. I don't know if you noticed, but you can hear a little bit of shaking there. But you know, <laughs> you know, people won't people won't hear that, so you don't have to worry about that. It was overall yeah. is good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really. Uh, I felt it uh, when you sing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. You like? Yeah. So, guys, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood growing up and then uh, how did you discover music early on? Hmm. Okay, sure. so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what am I? So, the, my whole family, um, my, um, on my mother's, my, my mother's side, we all, they're all musical lovers. 
And if I'm not mistaken, my mom used to sing in a band. I just don't know the band name. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and even if even my uh, my mute or my deaf cousin knows how to play guitar, we all play uh, guitars, instruments here and there. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went from there. Like they stopped because they had family and all that jazz, but I never did, never stopped. Just improved, improved, improved. I was a drummer at first in the beginning, but I can't afford to buy a drum set in the Philippines. And only thing, only instrument that I could borrow is a guitar from mm-hmm. uh, one of my uh, neighbor or my cousins or my, but my friends and went from there. That's it. The rest is history, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's almost the same with me when he, when he uh, mentioned, you know, started playing drums. My, drums was my first in- instrument as well. And but my drums were a shit was a sh- very shitty drums, you know. It's the <laughs> same same, you know, same situation as Clint. You know, it's 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 very expensive to to have a drums, you know, especially yeah. when you're yeah. you know, when you're young and in mm-hmm. the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was initially a drummer and a rhythm guitar player. I I learned playing uh, guitar out of boredom. You know, a lot of times in the Philippines, you know, there's blackouts and sometimes there's yeah. nothing to do, <laughs> but pick up the guitar and grab uh, the song hits or chord, you know, learn the chord charts. And that's how it all yeah. started. So what With a were drink the, on the side. So what were the earlier music you were listening to? Uh, for me, um, a lot of the stuff that I was listening when I was very, when I was young, were uh, soundtracks from different movies, and uh, and then and then one time my my uncle brought his uh, camcorder. This was probably like what around 1989 ish, and my my brother started singing uh, "We Are the Champions" by Queen. Right. And later on. Later on, I was, I was, I kept asking him, like, "What are you seeing? Like, who, who sang this?" So, so yeah, Queen was one of my uh, earliest influences. Uh, Guns and Roses, uh, Michael Jackson. How yeah. about Clint? Oh, yeah, my early music, <laughs> mus- musical influence. Uh, let's see. I'm probably gonna say Queen as well, cause that's I remembered borrowing my uncle's uh, cassette and just fucking play and rewind, fucking play and rewind. We will rock you, cause I was I like I was a drummer. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. And then from there, cause I and it's always the Beatles with families, the Beatles. Every time, it, Beatles is a must, and then and then uh, from the Beatles and then the Racerheads, Racerheads. Uh, what else? Uh, Racerheads, and then with all the Billboard pop music in the Philippines that you you guys know, as you guys know, I went to listen to any kind of music. I went. Uh, I love. I listened to Backstreet Boys. Hanson, all the boy let's bands. Hear, let's hear some yeah. Backstreet Boys. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! But my one of my, my one of my favorite Backstreet Boys song is "All I Have to Give." 
the ballad that they did. Yeah. And that all the songs that they did anyway is awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, and then and then one day one of our friends, Kaloy, hi Kaloy, if you're watching, if well you're gonna watch this. Uh he brought in a cassette or no, a CD of Rage's first album. And when before he brought that cassette tape or C D, sorry, I saw the commercial of uh Gundam, the robot in uh, uh, over in on uh, GMA seven. <clears throat> so yeah, and then I heard Wake Up during the mm. commercials, like, Oh, what the what what band is this? And mm. then like one one day uh as fast my, my then my friend bought uh, brought the uh first rage album and then it's like i listened from uh start to end and then it's like whoa this is what i want to sound like if i'm going to play the guitar i want to sound like this huh. that's it you ever told me that story with gundam i i, I never i think i did yeah maybe i just forgot <laughs> Probably. Maybe yeah. I did tell I don't know. <laughs> so well, I wait. discovered Rage through my through my, my brother when he uh brought the Evil Empire cassette mm. and uh the first song I, I really wasn't interested. Like the cover well back then I was thinking that front cover, the yeah the, the guy with yeah. the yeah. Well, the, yeah, the kid with the it's like, yeah. probably like a this, this is probably like an old shitty music, but you know, whatever. I played it and then I heard People of the Sun. I was like, oh shit, this is really good. And yeah. then the lyrics were, were in the in the in the tape layout, right? And then I started reading and oh, you know, yeah. I memorized the and then started singing. But yeah, that's that's how I discovered rage is through my brother. What about you, China? How did you discover rage? <laughs> I think from MTV because I'm I'm back home in Sri Lanka because I'm from Sri Lanka. So they used to play like a couple of hours every day the MTV. So yeah, yeah. that's that. where I actually discovered the uh, rage and then you know watching the killing in the name of video. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be be real was on that video. Was in that video. Yeah, it's crazy. Be and... real from Cypress Hill. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, rage, you can never get wrong with Rage Against the Machine, man. You can never get wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Mike, uh, when did you have the idea, like you know, you want to you want to sing Rage songs, and you you that you can actually do like sax uh, style? When did you discover that? Uh, well, initially it was during. I would say probably co during college. Uh, some of my friends kept saying, "Oh, you you kind of sound like Zach, right?" And then, uh, but back back then, I was more in more on uh, Limp Biscuit, Lincoln Park. So those are the stuff that we were playing in college. New metal movement. Yeah. And, and then uh, when I first moved here, you know, with regards to music, my intentions were actually to to make originals. But then I didn't know anyone here in Los Angeles, so I decided, no, maybe maybe I could do a tribute to Rage Against the Machine. So that's that's how I that's how I was I was able to network with other musicians here, mm. and 
that's that's when you know people started to recognize that I actually sound like Zach. I I don't really honestly I don't like listening to myself. <laughs> Same here. Just like every every other singer, we hate hearing our voices. <clears throat> yeah. <in. clears throat> so so Clint, uh, so start playing guitar and then to get the sound of like Tom's sound, Tom Morello sound. So how long yeah. did it how long did it take you to actually reach that uh, sound? Oh, that's. Uh, years and years and years because when i was still in the philippines i like to go to an internet cafe and just look at and watch videos when first when youtube first came out right i used to spend like hours and hours and hours watching live rage videos and plus i i have the concerts like the dvds i even had the first uh rage concert the vhs that they released i have it on vhs I had it, but I don't know where it is now. But it's like, what the hell? Because when I first heard him, it's like, and then my my cousins always, oh, that's a guitar, that's a guitar. And then, oh, I want that's what I want to do. If I'm gonna play the guitar, I don't want to sound like no knock to the uh, like the shredders. They to me, they all sound the same. How are you in a in a gig in a show in a live show? How are you gonna stand out? And with like thirty, forty bands, and most all of the guitar players are shredders, doing the same thing. I mean, to me, it's when I heard Morello and or Rage, like I want to do that. That's cool. That's interesting. And then it's yeah, it took years, man. I I can't even count. Like I can't even tell you how long. But I just like what I said. I looked at vid, uh, pictures, watched videos a million million times, probably or more than. I still do. It's so, really not easy. So was it like <clears throat> because I assume that there was nobody else who can you can learn that from, right? Because you were like yeah. trial and error. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Just uh, trial and error. Uh, of course, you're gonna spend money to do it because it's trial and error. You gotta spend money, and then to get to get the exact, not really exact, but as close as I can get to Morello, I'm happy with it. It's like this is fine. I can't be him because I'm not him. I can't sound like him because I'm not him. The only the only person that can sound like him is him, right. and the only person that can sound like me is me. So there you yeah. go. So, Mike, can you tell me a little bit about how the United Rage uh, project started? Yeah. So, um, it, it all started in 2016, right? Um, I, I reached out to some of my friends who I used to play with in, uh, in the Rage tribute. Um, and then... I asked them if they wanted to do a, a cover of Prophets of Rage because that, that, that was when uh, Prophets of Rage was just starting, right? Right. Uh, mm -hmm. at, and that, during that time, uh, those uh, guys were already in different places. The drummer was, it, his name is Taka, he was in Japan, and then the bass player was uh, Mike Guy, he's in Nashville. So I asked them, hey, this, this sounds dope, you know, like it, 
I actually thought it was Rage Against the Machine, like coming back, but then, you know, eventually finding out it wasn't them. But anyway, um, I asked him and he said, yeah, why not? So, and then I, uh, I was looking for a guitar player. Um, I remember one of my friends uh, mentioned this guy named uh, Mike Svensson. Then I reached out to him through uh, Facebook and then you know basically said the same thing hey do you want to do this song and he said yeah so that's how it started it's from the prophets of rage song the self-titled prophets of rage and then uh you know after a few days of posting that we saw there's uh it's it's getting a lot of traction right and then so i decided hmm why not make more right and so uh i said let's do rage against the machine and the next song after Prophets of Rage was Know Your Enemy. Mm. And, uh, but, but in that time, I had this idea of, you know, shifting players and having different players from other countries. So, yeah, that's how it started. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we were one of the first ones who, uh, who did, like, mm -hmm. the quarantine type of uh yep. videos you know mm. uh, but yeah it, it was a it was a great uh it was a great experience to have you know different different uh takes but you know also from different countries um yeah and then eventually deciding to meet up and maybe do it live it was some some of the some of the people uh who saw that it was actually them who suggested to do it uh live and then right. that's why i reached out to people and eventually became a, a tour <clears throat> so clint when did you join the project actually uh when jm was playing drums which which was a uh, bullet in the head and then that's the first one. That's my entry to United Rage. And then after that, we talked. And then we, you know, we did the show. We did the mini tour. We played in Hong Kong. And then we, I played uh, with, uh, for United Rage in Manila as well. And then after that, when we went back, to the U.S., me and me and Michael were just talking here and there, texting, my messaging, like, but, and then I, yeah, we, he, well, we had a show during that time because I'm gonna fly to L.A. to do a show with him, and then that's when we had that talk. Like, he he told me, uh, uh, I don't want to play play live anymore if you're not the guitar player, and then I told him the same thing. I don't want to play live anymore if you're not the singer if if we're doing like rage stuff mm. you know and during that time that's the time when we decided that we're gonna do an original original yeah. song like original song and, and then, then we, uh, to get a tattoo like my right butt cheek says tenak and then yeah just d <laughs> just d yeah, yeah. kind of like that <clears throat> So this, uh, so your pro United Rage actually, you guys were using Zoom and stuff before the Zoom was cool, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, I guess it was his, uh, it was Clint's wife who, uh, who yes. gave the idea, right? Um, yes, my wife. I'm, it's, uh, I gotta, you gotta blame my wife. Because when the, my wife first saw the video of Know Your Enemy of United Rage, and then she was like, why are you not there? Why are you not the guitar player of that one? Wow. And I was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, and they already have a guitar player. And then, like, when I saw, like, I don't know what video, I can't remember what video. I, I remember the other Clint that played with United Rage. I think oh, yeah. it was People of, the, People of the Sun or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can uh, talk, to the, talk to Mike again to maybe I could, not again, but I can reach out to Mike to uh, play guitar. And then I talk, I reached out to him and he's like, can you do both in the head in one week? Because we need to, we, we need to, they already have like a publish date of when they're going to publish the, the video. And then it's like, yeah, let's do it. You want to okay. do it right now? I'll do it right away. <laughs> and then, yeah, after that, there goes like, after bullet thing was freedom. And then freedom after freedom, what wake up, and then so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. So how about the tour coming back to Philippines and playing in Philippines? Uh, how was that experience? That was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was that kind of crowd in uh, Seguijo. Oh my God! Like uh, the old school punk style. Uh, yeah. Vibe like face to face like that like sweat <laughs> spit you know you can fucking take like you know it not now you can't do that anymore because of right. the restrictions it's like uh, fuck. that was awesome like all the like the body heat of people that was there like so fucking hot and it was awesome <laughs> i and it's disgusting but it's fucking awesome definitely a, di a different feeling you know it's it's a totally different feeling when when you're on the same level with the audience, you know, yep. not have the stage and just, you know, jam yeah, with yep. the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, it, it reminded me of, of this one show that we played uh, here uh, up in the mountains where um, it's called Mammoth, uh, Mammoth, uh, California. And, you know, everyone was, everyone knew each other because it's a small town, right? And mm -hmm. if they were slamming, they were moshing. And every time, you know, one guy uh, falls down, they bring him up. And then eventually, I think it was bullet in the head. Uh, one guy hit me, right? And oh, I was wow. like this on my mic. And and then I hit my, my mouth. I almost lost my tooth. Well, and then well. I fell down to my drummer. And the, the cymbals hit his finger. And he was bleeding all over. But then, you know, show must go on. And we... we you can't stop. Yeah, we, we still continue playing. And yeah, it reminded me of that kind of vibe, and it's just a totally different experience. So I, I definitely, I, I love that show in at uh, Saguio. Yeah, and then uh, to add some more to that, actually, the first like the the Hong Kong show and the Manila show, they're they're both special for, uh, to us because in Hong Kong we played with JM, and then we played with Mike's uh, brother. Yeah, Mike. So that was special. And that's the first time we met in person. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, China, if you are familiar with the band Rockstar. 
there in the Philippines, 80s rock band, like ballad stuff, like kind of Mr. Big type of thing? No, I, I, I will check them out. I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, I met the singer over there because he resides there. Right. He's a fucking awesome guy, Paul Sapiera. Shout out to Paul Sapiera. And then we met Mike's uh, childhood friends and families and stuff. And then in Manila, we played with, with our brothers over there, which is uh, my bandmates in uh, the band Sendero. So they played the bass. Ian on bass, Ian Mendoza, and then Dan on the drums. So they're my bandmates in the Philippines, my band Sendero. So that, mm-hmm. that was special. And that's the first time that my family, my, my wife saw me play, like with United Rage, because it's her fault. <laughs> Full circle. It's her fault why I'm in, uh, why I'm in United Rage. Yeah, so it's her to blame. So when you, when you were doing, like planning to do this show in Manila, you were, you were expecting that this level of crowd for United Rage? No, we were expecting nothing. Exactly. It's like regular show, regular gig. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, yeah. I but I, I definitely googled Sagiho right and checked out you know the bands that played there and how how it goes, but you know, yeah, I I, I didn't expect it to be that that yep. that crazy, you know. <laughs> I I was actually expect I didn't mind playing you know like one or two people. It happens, I guess it happens in all bands and. You know, with if you're in a band, if you have ten people, you have ten thousand people. You have to keep the same same level. So yep, same I, exact. That's how vibe. I. Every time we play a show, I don't I don't like you know expecting to be so mm, great yep. because mm-hmm. you know you'd be disappointed if you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, a good Lots. energy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the Manila show was you. The Chris Ramos is the one who helped you organize the show, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a call with Chris yesterday because I I I was interviewing one of his artists yesterday okay. uh, on the same podcast. <clears throat> Shout out to Chris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sup, What's Chris? <clears throat> Guys, so uh, Rage basically put out three three albums, right? Three albums and then the cover album uh, Renegades, right? So if you have to choose, what is the album that your favorite out of all, all the four? <laughs> That's a tough question, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I would say Evil Empire. Uh, not... Well, I, I like most of the songs in the first album, right. but Empire was the one that uh, introduced me to Rage, and you know it 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 has a special place in my heart because you know that's the very first uh, album that I listened to, and uh, it was my brother who introduced that album. So for me, it would be Evil Empire. To me, I uh, yeah, for me. I have two answers. Uh, yeah, because uh, on the personal level, it's going to be like the child in me, the first one, because that's what introduced me to raids. You know, you're not going to throw, you're not going to fast forward or click next or, you know, skip a track on that one. But on a musician, 
my musician side, the musician side in me chooses Eagle Empire as well. How they, how the whole album sound, how, like, especially the drum sound. I love the drum sound and the bass sound on that. The mix is just perfect. It's just perfect. Actually, when we, here's a good uh, trivia thing. That's what I always, me and Michael always used to, uh, let's keep the drums and the bass sound close, as close as we can to Evil Empire. When we do a song, when we mix and master a song, like we go after the big, heavy, like raw sound on that album. So yeah, Evil Empire for me on a musician point of view and then the, the kid in me is first, the first album. What about yeah. you? What about you, man? Uh, actually, to me, I have actually two also because I like uh, the first album. Uh, especially, I was so ma I was so, uh, so amazed with the album cover. The you know the 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 monk, yeah, the burning monk, uh, yeah, burning, burning monk. monk. And uh, yeah. and then of course, like you know, the songs on that album is really what I started listening. But I also like the Renegades album because it okay. really because like. Like they how they covered like Rolling Stones and then they covered uh, yeah. Cypress Hill. It was really yeah. like the Cypress Hill song is uh, I was really and then Renegades of Funk the video. It's really yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> amazing video, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like it's, with mix too, I love that album to Renegades. How how Rick Rubin mixed that and mastered mm -hmm. like mastered. I love the sound of that. But the thing. Uh, Battle of Los Angeles is another, it's a, uh, in a musician's point of view, like mix wise, they, that's their, uh, how do you say it? Uh, Nirvana's in utero, that kind of mix. Not for everybody, but it was fucking cool. Yeah. So once, uh, after Rage, were you guys fans of uh, Audio Slave? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Of I know course. not 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 all Rage fans are fans of Audio Slave, but mm -hmm. I I I'm one of them that loves you know both. Same here, same here. Yeah, it's it's quite sad what happened to you know Chris Cornell, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. It's uh, it, I mean, yeah, we we just I mean lost Chris Cornell and then we lost Chester Bennington, like almost like very closely right those two guys yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's really sad it's actually that year, there was a uh, fucked up year like a lot of singers or musicians passed away i can't remember what year that was uh yeah i can't remember because i remember uh How's scott 18? it was 18 when like scott wyland and uh amy winehouse there's mm -hmm. like you know that kind of weird year that a lot of mus a lot of singers or artists musicians are passing it's weird yeah it's really yeah weird. the the chester bennington one though is kind of like the uh, kobe bryant type of thing because it's like oh what yeah you know like and cornell's too it uh, same yeah. as with cornell like what the hell what the fuck just happened <laughs> you know? i guess more people know Chester, right? Mm -hmm. I, 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 I mean, people who don't really listen to rock music, uh, you know, they they listen to Linkin Park because of some of their softer side of uh, songs. Um, 
but with Chris Cornell, I guess it's more, uh, yeah, it's more selected compared to Chester. But mm. yeah, I know recently I've, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, of posts regarding the conspiracy behind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's, I mean, uh, I think it's something that I don't know. It's uh, that you, you, you can feel, get that feeling, right? Sometimes it's when you're like alone and then I don't know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, probably just the best thing is to probably talk to somebody, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the, the thing on, on their case though is, and I don't know if it's just me or, uh, or anything because most of musicians or well artists are introverts. Mm. I'm a fucking introvert. Cause I'm I'm when I'm out I'm out. But when I'm like at home, I just want to stay home, not like in my stay in my room, not talk to anybody. I just want to be by, by myself. You know, all musicians are introvert, and especially in, in, on uh, like they're because they're famous, they're touring. They can't really do it. They mm. can't talk to anybody because they have, uh, they're committed to whatever, you know, because they got paid already. That's their, that's their livelihood. They have to do it, even if their body can't take it anymore. So they, they have, you know, drugs on the side, unfortunately, and they have the money to do it. Mm. That's what happens, you know? So, uh, how about Prophets of Rage? So, you guys were able to see them play? Yep. Yeah. I, I was yeah. there on, on their uh, very first show. It was in uh, Whiskey and Go-Go. And I was about to head to, to work, right? I was listening to K-Rock in the morning, and then Tom Morello was talking. Uh, I already knew that they were having this interview. Hmm. And I was expecting it. Because I've been seeing a lot of uh, hashtag take the power back in the streets, right? Yeah. So, oh, shit, this is Rage Against the Machine coming back. Right. <laughs> but, but some some of the images were, there were like five or six people. And I said, hmm, this is weird. So, you know, I tuned into K-Rock and then Tom Morello, uh, you know, said what it was. And then he mentioned that uh, they were having the show at Whiskey Ago, I think it was a week after the announcement. And then he said, uh, if you want to see the show, you have to line up right now at Whiskey to get the tickets. So immediately I, I called in sick. You know, I can't come to work <laughs> Whiskey and, you know, got the tickets. And the, the, the good thing about being there is uh, they were also giving away tickets to their next show, which is the the bigger show in uh, at the the Palladium, right. so I got to see uh, two shows, which was pretty pretty dope. When and I, you know, I I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm I'm short, so I had to wake. Uh, well, I, every time I see a concert, I always wake make my way through and be right in the front. So uh, most of the time, I I managed to be like on Morello's side, like in between, you know. Yeah, the singer in Morello, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, were there any special guests on the show that you went? Uh, no, no, it was just them. Right. How about Clint? Where did you see them? 
I saw them a couple of times. I saw uh, when they went here, when they went here to Massachusetts. I think it was the uh, at the Xfinity Center it was a big show. And then the the band the the band that opened for them was uh, Tim Comerford's other band, Walk Rat. Right. So that was cool. I saw both of his bands. And then the second time I saw them was in a little like. I love it because it's a little like club over here at downtown Boston and the ticket was so cheap. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy it. All right. Right after work, I went straight to the, the, the train station and go, went there. And I was like on Morello's side. It was awesome. They're like the band so tight. Like it's like, you can't even like, if they, if they, if they like, even if they break up like three, four, five years, if those three come back together, Morello, Brad Wilk, and Tim Comerford, it's still gonna be the same. Right. It's like they're so tight. Yeah. So tight. And yeah, it was that was fun, really fun. And I'm short too, as you as you know, as you guys know. It was like I was there. I was probably like the sixth in line, or seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And when the, the highlights of the Boston show that they did, I was actually on the, the highlights highlight video. Right. When they yeah, I was actually there. And then even Michael too, he's been like on like a couple of videos of uh Professor Rage. Yeah. Well actually yeah. no, just one. I'm in the oh, in the official music video of Prophets of Rage. Uh yeah. and then I the uh the end. I think towards the end. And like then the legalize me one. You're in the legalize yeah, me no, one. That's just. Uh, I think Tom just posted uh, the ones that send snippets mm. of it, but not yeah, in yeah. the music video. Actual one. Yeah, the yeah. actual video is like about weed, anyway. So. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's about weed. So, legalize me. So legalize weed because it'll be real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Have you ever heard of, uh, did you ever listen or have you heard of uh, Wakrat or their music? No, no. I, I know the name, but I haven't really listened to them. It's, I should. Well, I'm not sure if you're going to like it, but uh, yeah, definitely check them out. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, personally, I, I, I would probably prefer, if I would see both bands live or if I were to choose to see either Prophets of Rage or Wakrat, I would probably see Wakra <laughs> because right. I, yeah, the sound and, and the energy is just, it's different. It's, it's yeah. more like punk, like real punk. Yeah, right. prog punk. That's what they call their uh, music, prog punk. Yeah. And Timmy C on the bass and he's, he's, he's singing too, like he's a singer. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. It's heavy. It's different. It's weird, but in a good way. Yeah. So was yeah. it was this the first time you guys actually saw the like the guys from Rage, or have you seen them before? Mike no, saw I, them in Italy before, I think. No, yeah, uh, no, I saw them in France. Uh, oh, in, France, two thousand eight. So mm. that was my first and last uh, Rage Against the Machine concert. Um, it was it was surreal, man. It, I I was in the middle. Uh, I don't know what he called. Uh, it was in Bercy, uh, Bercy, France. Right. Um, I don't know the 
capacity probably five i would say not five hundred thousand maybe a hundred thousand right and i was in a in the middle i i couldn't see anything <laughs> i couldn't see anything you know europeans are tall right? right and then and then when the lights turned off and then you know zach started you know the, the usual introduction Good evening, Good from Los Angeles. <laughs> the crowd just compressed, and I got so scared. Right, I, I it felt like I was gonna, I was getting crushed. And the first song was "Testify," like ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah. I was people are bouncing. They were yeah. dragging me up and down, <laughs> right? And then it felt like I was stepping on somebody's leg. But I, I can't look down because it was so compressed. I got right. so scared when. It felt like I was stepping on someone that's already dead underneath. <laughs> I went my, I, I had to uh, make my way through. I was, I was able to manage to go in the front. That's actually um, uh, what I was going to say before is here. It's different when you, when you go to a concert, like if you do that, people will get mad. Like they, right. they want their space, but in Europe, they don't care. Like, <laughs> If you if you push them, it's fine, you know. So I, yeah, I was able to make my way through the front. I grabbed the rails, and then on the side, like every minute there were stretchers, like right, like they're bringing people to the ambulance. It was it was nuts. Wow. It was <laughs> yeah. So this actually, yeah, <clears throat> actually, when uh, sorry, uh, when you mentioned that. Uh, it's different with, with uh, Europeans, how they, how they like what they do in the show. Yeah. That's the reason uh, Foo Fighters, actually, Dave Rowe wrote a song because how, how people react to songs is they jump, they just bounce up and down. Yeah. I think that song was uh, Enough Space. It's like, so that's how they got, they made the, the riff. The timing is, from Europeans jumping up and down. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that was the tour that they they started with Coachella, right? The the one you one you attended 2008, right? I think they reunited in 2007 for the Coachella. Seven. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about the songs of Prophets of Rage? I actually have this here, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, that's cool. Do you like the songs? Uh, for me, the ones that I really like are, you know, uh, the self-titled Province of Rage and uh, Unfuck the World. Mm. <laughs> That's the one with the Donald Trump from the WWE, right? <laughs> I think so. I think so, yeah. I, I see Prophets of Rage more of... Uh, uh, something that's, that happened because of the times. Maybe yeah. because of the current, uh, like the situation of the world. That's why they probably wanted to do the band. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. All that. And yeah. I guess it's, it's also like the rest of the group, you know, wanting to play out. And I guess they, they couldn't convince Zach to reunite. And that's yeah. what we did too. Plus, you know, the, like what you said, the situation. Yeah. So, uh, now, after age, uh, you guys also started covering other other songs, also, right? You, I remember you played Tupac 
it's uh, California love also in Manila, right? When you play. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what are yeah. the other artists that you? What other songs you cover outside of Rage? Uh, I think we did, yeah, that California love, and then we did Three Stars in the Sun by by Francis Magalona, yeah. and then a little a little snippet of uh, Mga Kababayan Go by uh, Francis M. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. <clears throat> I think that was it. Yeah. Um, I was browsing your Facebook because during the quarantine, you you guys put out. Uh, lot of these sessions that you do and then uh, I hear this this song uh, the last wave I actually yeah. when I if I if I close my eyes and listen it sounds really like a rage song it's it, I mean I cannot say it's a united rage song yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks I mean, man I guess it's you know it, rage is our biggest influence for for me and me and Quint so yeah, you know that exactly that's you know that's why it's gonna stand out um, yeah but you know we're not really we're not trying to sound like rage but it's gonna come out no matter right. what right um, I was that's what I was just gonna say I was just gonna say uh, people might think we are forcing it to sound like rage we are not forcing it it's just like there are major influence one of our major influences and it's just it just comes out like that mike doesn't force his voice to sound like zach's or like whatever you know close to zach mm -hmm. and i i sound like how i sound because whenever i hear a guitar <laughs> all i hear the tone that i always hear is just that tomorello's tone like his dirt you know overdriven sound Mm. And all the, I don't know. It's yeah. We don't really we don't force it. I just want to make that clear as well. Like we don't force it. We don't we don't try to sound like rage. Yeah. It's just. It's like Foo Fighters at the beginning of Foo Fighters that people are trying to, uh, uh, like hate Dave Grohl because it sounds like Nirvana. Right. And then Grohl's like, <clears throat> I. I was in that band. Damn. And what the fuck do you people want me to do? Make a reggae record? <laughs> that's what Dave Rowe said. It's like, exactly. That's the thing. To us, Rage, we sound like Rage. Thank you so much. But we're not forcing to sound like Rage. It just comes out like that. Yeah, it's just like every other band, you know. Um, yeah. Even them, even Rage is, you know, they. I, I guess there's probably... Well, that's that's what's good with with bands like them. They don't sound like a certain band, but it's it's the sound of everything, like all their influences. Yeah. And, and uh, actually, I when when I when I was watching uh, when I saw first saw Straight Outta Compton in 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 the theater, right? Mm -hmm. I was song. It reminded me of uh, of a song of Rage. And then I kept thinking what it was, and it was "Take the Power Back." Mm. Uh, the the riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I was thinking that's probably where Tom Morello got it from. Yeah, you know? yeah, like all the yeah the early stuff, hip hop stuff. Because uh, with even uh, with Rage, I can well we, we all can. You can hear 
you can hear Sabbath, you can hear Zeppelin, you can hear Springsteen, you can hear Woody Guthrie, you can hear all their influences. You can you can hear Cypress Hill, you can hear NWA. Beastie Boys. You know, you can hear Beastie Boys, you can hear uh uh Sex Pistols, you can hear uh punk, you know, other punk stuff. Yeah. And what's that band that what's that band that did uh, White Riot? That's one of their major punk influence. I just forgot the name of the I band. I think it's Fugazi, right? No, it's not Fugazi. White Riot, right? I wanna ride. White Riot, White Riot. They're from they're from the UK. I just can't remember the band. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, one of the other original songs I like from you guys is. New new rock on the block, like new kids on the block. <laughs> Hello. Anna, you there? Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike just uh, took a, and he needed to piss, so. Yeah. Okay. Good thing. It, it cut like that in the same, like, perfect time. He, need, <laughs> <laughs> he, he has to, he, he needs to piss, like, a lot. Hey, man, I just want to say uh, thanks for uh, this, inviting us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I was, like, one of the first people probably so excited when I saw United Rage before on on the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, man. And the thing and the thing about it is uh by the way, how's your family? Family yeah, we good? are good. We are good. We are safe. Uh we are s- staying safe. That's <clears> cool, <throat> man. That's cool. Where yeah, where so, are you right now? I live in Makati. Oh, nice. Just uh walking distance from uh, that venue that Agil? you played. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, so where are we earlier? Yes, like so we were talking about New Rock on the Block. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's that song about? <laughs> it's actually, the song is about like, a, it's a rock history, kind of. Yeah. Rock history, and then it's like, this it's our time. time. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, it's our time. This is this is the rock and roll. We just we Mike said it on the uh, on the second verse. It's like rock led you to the Zeppelins, Axel to the jungle, mm. Queen rock you till Manson said rock is dead, rock is dead. So and then brace yourself right here, right now, you know, because we're fucking here. <laughs> yeah, and I, I believe you no, know, his history repeats itself, and I. Mm-hmm. And there was one interview with uh, Billy Corgan where he was he was saying it's it's definitely coming back, you know. Um, the live music is is definitely coming back. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know the past few years, you know, people are more into uh, you know electronic music. Yeah. Um, but lately, there's been a lot of you know kids just nailing it with guitar drums it's insane like how young they are and be able to play like that is just 
and I'm I'm actually happy for for them and that that that's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that, that that the genre is not you know it's not stopping anytime soon. Yeah, like uh, like see, like Guns N' Roses, like their tour, like that's like one of the biggest tours in the world, right? It's yeah. Like people still go and see them, right? So. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I wish I would have seen them. You know, there, there's been a couple of times where I had the chance, but yeah, I, I, regret, not, I regret not seeing them. Uh, I was able to see yeah. them twice. I went 2017 and 2018. Nice. Oh, guns? Guns? Guns, yeah. You, you went to Singapore, yeah, I have, right? I have or, seen them. Yeah, I saw them in Singapore in 2017 and then 18, they played in Manila in the Philippine arena. Right. Yeah. Nice. It was a great nice. Really great show. I mean, um, uh, Axel can sing still. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. This, there's this thing with Axel and Slash because what I saw is like, they're kind of not looking at each other's like eyes. Yeah, there's no like eye contact, but they still mm-hmm. perform. There was this funny moment in Singapore where Axel, like, you know, that when they do the riffs, the vocalist goes to the guitarist. Yeah. And then, you yeah. Know, he was trying yeah. to do that, but it it was kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's I just see them like right now, like every time where I see like live videos of guns. When try when Axel goes to slash, and then he's just like a tap on the back on the shoulder. That's it. Yeah, Nothing yeah. Else. <laughs> it's like, and then and of course slash is like always just smiles like awkwardly, and just complain. Yeah. Yeah. Still cool though. Yeah, and I also was was able to see Slash also his solo band uh, with Miles Kennedy a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. <clears throat> guys, I, I want to talk about uh, one video that you guys put out. The You put out a demo, I Can't Breathe. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is inspired because of the, the, George, the George Floyd uh, case, right? What happened in yes. George Floyd. Can you talk about that about that song? Yeah, it's not just about George Floyd's. It's been happening ever since, so. Yeah. And then just this this time, when when it happened again with uh, George Floyd, mm. I think people just got sick of it. Right. And then other that the thing the the other thing that we don't like me and Michael is just other people just trying to jump to the bandwagon and they don't even know shit. Right. You know, they're just drunk people drunk, you know, like just, Oh, it's, that's, there's a love rally. There. There's something going on there. Just go there and fuck it, fuck something up, make a commotion. Yes. But yeah, that song was actually, that song is funny because we did it in what? I would say four, four hours. Everything, I think. Yeah, I think. Am I right, Mike, or what? Yeah. Um. So, basically, the, 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 the the one of the one of the reasons why why we did that was uh uh when Tom Morello uh why well, actually it was oh, it was it you or was it uh my your, your wife that said hey, my wife again yeah something about this and that and then so basically you know he's been wanting you know artists to say 
artists to say something and you know bring awareness to what happened right and i when when they first told me about you know about doing that i i didn't really want to do it in the beginning because it felt like i don't really know that much information about what happened right so i watched the video this and that but still it didn't convince me because for me i'm not i'm still not in that place or in that position to be talking i guess everyone can say something about it right yeah but so i decided if i'm gonna say something about george floyd i might as well say something that would uh bring my experiences so i don't know if you uh in the song it's not just about george floyd but it's also about racism towards asians mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and mexicans so you know i, I want to bring that all up like the social injustice not just with with african americans but with everyone and you know i've experienced racism firsthand several times mm-hmm. and yep. it's, it's crazy so which brings me to my next point um you know with rage against the machine you know people will th- people you know of course they will think you know that we were trying to be rage but we're not trying to be rage against the machine but we're basically just putting out our originals and um we do sound a lot like them because like we mentioned before they're a big uh, influence right yes we we uh, we, we, we we don't we know we're not we're not the ones who's saying that though people are saying that <laughs> with, with the lyrics it's more of uh, our our life experiences it's it's a lot of my life yeah. experience and because you know what's the point of be becoming rage against the machine there's already rage against the machine plus mm-hmm. you know tom and zach you know they they studied political science right <laughs> I didn't do all that so I want to I want to say something with regards to what I've experienced myself which I believe you know uh I also share with other people like life experience you know that's that's what I know and that's what I'm going to put out um so I don't go in depth although we we do talk about social injustice um but with other songs we also talk about you know depression which you know we all we all, all of us experience that you know awareness yep um but yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean a uh, lot of people don't really talk about the racism against the asians right <laughs> no nope they really don't even me too like i have i have experienced racism here Like I was just walking, right? And then there was two people. They're Americans. And it was like, we just looked at each other like eye to eye. I don't know why. Mm. And then I was like, yeah. And, and the guy was like, yeah, and I'm American. Was like, and I was like, so? <laughs> okay. And it's like, okay. I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, like that itself is... Like racism, like the fuck was that for? You know, mm. I'm not here like uh, wasting or like you know what do you call this? 
waiting for somebody to give me something for free. Right. We, we are working our asses off over here to, you know, we, 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 we pay our dues. We, we, we give our, our, our part, you know, yeah. we pay our taxes, whatever you do, we do too. We work our asses off here. You know, it's, it's tough for, uh, other, uh, nationalities, uh, what do you call this? Uh, immigrating mm. to other countries. It's really tough because you, no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you are, no matter who you are, you will still, you'll still get racism. It's not just here. It's all over the world. Yeah. It's just, there's, it's just, it's just, it's pretty like so fucking big here. And because they have this privileges, you're, they're this, they're that. Like, fuck. You know? It's just, it adds just drama, you know, all over the world, all over the, like the country, all over the world. And fuck drama. We all hate drama. Fuck that. Mm. You know? Yeah, because a lot of people just want to, you know, do their work, take care of their families. That's it, right? They're not. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah, If you say hi to me, we'll say hi to you. If you say fuck you to me, I'm going to say fuck you too. Have a nice day. You know? (laughs) It it was funny that there were posts in the Facebook going around about uh, people tweeting Tom Morello or rage that... (laughs) stay out of politics so you know that's this it, it i don't know how what do you guys think about that it's really funny that you know <laughs> yeah number one morello is a fucking harvard graduate of political science right and then the people that saying that don't even know shit don't even know their own uh, like their country's history right you know it's just people <laughs> like keyboard warriors you know they can't, they don't even know, like, even here. Well, some of like, them are just so, trolls, you know. Some of hmm? them are just, you know, some of them oh, are yeah, just Oh, yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they make, they make money from that. Mm. No, it's like Simon, Sam, it's like Simon Cowell, like, uh, humiliating human being on live television. He, he profits, that, you know, he makes profit out of that. It's kind right. of like, like that, too. Yeah, but, and then, like, what the fuck? He has a paperwork to show you. Fuck you here. I'm a pro- Harvard, not just any fucking school or any university. He's a fucking Harvard graduate. Political science. So right there and there, he fucking knows a lot. You know? Yeah. What about you, Mike? Hmm? What about you? What what can you say about that? Um yeah, it's just, it's, it's sad to know that, uh, to be really that, that stupid, not to know, you know, <laughs> that they're all about politics. Yeah. I guess, I guess there would be some exception with, with people who don't understand English, maybe, but coming from, coming from Americans, that would be a different, you know, yeah, that would be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I myself, you know, I listen to some music that I don't understand, but I like the music, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like soundtracks from cartoons, like Japanese cartoons. I don't understand, mm-hmm. but I like the music. But yeah. you know, but if you know the language, 
you gotta at least know what it's about, right? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, like how when was it? Like a couple of weeks ago, fucking went a rage for the back back on the Billboard tracks because fucking people are surprised that they're a fucking political band. They just figuring <laughs> that shit out now. <laughs> like oh fucking Christ. <laughs> really, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I think also there's this thing with a lot of people that they cannot differentiate the differentiate the art from the artist, right? Because yeah. the, uh, the artist can be an asshole or whatever, but art and artist, is, it's a different thing, right? Because I think the main problem is people are obsessed about the person rather than just enjoying the art. Because, very true. right? Yep. Because, for example, exactly. if if I if I do, if I say okay, I'm not going to listen to people with this type of attitude or this type of political view, then I'll probably not be able to listen to a lot, right? Because there will be a lot of people on that uh, with that mm-hmm. particular category. Views. So yep. you should, I think, as people, we should just uh, just enjoy the art and yeah. let mm-hmm. the person be because it's the obsession with these people. That's what really. Like they they want them the artist to be like you, but it it shouldn't be the case, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right, unless exactly. unless the artist himself is doing something like really wrong, like mm. if mm-hmm. if they're killing people or you know if they're a pedophile, then you wouldn't want to support his art, right? Because, right. Nope. Right. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, Talk in Hong that. Kong, uh, people don't like Jackie Chan. Mm. You know that people don't like Jackie Chan just because he has a lot of girlfriends. But the <laughs> fuck, he's a he's a good artist. Like, what what do you care mm-hmm. about his personal life? That's that's his, you know, that's his life. That's his personal it. shit, you know. But he's he's done a lot of new movies that inspired so many people, right? Mm. Yeah, and then he put he's one of the persons that put Hong Kong on the map. Yeah. So Definitely. like, yeah, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> What do you Help guys think about what? What do you guys think about what's happening in Hong Kong? I with oh. all the all the riots and all the protests and stuff. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know. For me, there's really. I don't think there's escaping the uh, Chinese reality. Uh, yep. The China China rule because. You know, it's it's really part of China. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just sad that it's happening earlier, you know, than expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, people are not used to not having the freedom, and that's why this is happening. But it's it's a trap. Like when you, if you, if you're like what people are doing right now, you know, um, doing all the the protest. It's it's written that if you know if this keeps happening, they will declare uh, uh what do you call that uh, martial, martial law. Martial law. Yes. Martial yeah. law. They they have they call it they have a different term for it, but it's it's a trap. So right now, mm-hmm. basically, they're under China rule, you know, Chinese uh, government right now. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of scary, but I guess I don't know. Uh, my my brothers, uh, two of my brothers are still there. My my sister is still there, and you know I told them just uh, be safe. And uh, I guess it is what it is. If they, if they feel like 
if they feel like they have to move out then just move out but mm-hmm. um my brother uh he works for apple and uh, he has a lot of friends from from mainland china and you know i i, I see them getting along and, and i they live in china and they do, i don't see anything really bothering them except for i guess once china takes over you know there will be some some limitations like i guess the freedom in, in the internet I, I think in China they don't they can't really go on Facebook, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So and then that. is it is it still the thing that where the government only allows the family to have two children? Is still is it still that case or no? No, I think they reversed that already, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess the only thing that's uh, that that people should worried about is you know when 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 they want to target someone they could easily do that and send you in in prison and that's what what Hong Kong people are scared about if, if you get uh, convicted with a crime they will put you in jail not in Hong Kong but in mm. China whatever like nationality you are even if you're an expat and if they want to target you even if you're if you if you're uh, innocent you know, they say, oh, you did this. You're going to jail. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> shitty. But. So, guys, what what else you guys working on? What can we expect on the coming, you know, rest of the 2020 and early 2021? What do we expect? Currently? What can we expect from the United Rage? Oh, the Rage? Oh. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we're working on... Uh, a song right now uh we're oh um we might release uh a song in august uh that's already been done right before you know pandemic started uh and then there's a, a couple of songs that we're also working on right now mm-hmm. so yeah uh hopefully we'll be able to put out an album by the end of this year and uh if things get you know better um we'd love to share them live with everyone mm-hmm. who see them live yeah. right so um any any message to the people who's watching we'll watch this video uh Mike, go ahead yeah uh well thanks for tuning in uh thank you china for having us um you know just like what everybody's saying you know you gotta stay safe mm-hmm. stay clean and uh if you like all the music that we're putting out thank you um and we hope to see you soon yeah yeah clean uh yeah just uh do your people do your part uh on this uh current situation the pandemic and don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. Just do your part. And everybody be safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Sanitize. Take a shower. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. Do your part. Don't yeah. be a dick. Don't be an asshole. Just do your part. Right. That's it. And then watch out for, uh, we're working some. We're working so, on some songs. So that, that would kick everybody's ass. So watch out for that. <laughs> 
Yeah. So anybody you guys want to shout out to? Yes, ahead, Mike. Uh, to all our families and friends who uh, will be uh, watching this. Um, thank you. And uh, we're glad that you're uh, keeping safe and, you know, keeping alive. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Flint's family in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to my family, my brothers and sister in Hong Kong. Um, and to all our fans. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our families, my wife and my daughter in, over there in the Philippines, and my my uh, my family, my uncles, my cousins, my my cousin in Dubai, no, in Dubai. Uh, my yeah, he's actually in the Philippines right now. My cousin in Australia and in London. You guys uh, stay safe over there, and. Sana, thank you for having us, man. It's yep. really cool. Thank you. Yes. So, guys, thank you for joining this. I really enjoyed this uh, talk with you. So, you. keep keep making music and hopefully we can see you, you know, sometime in the, maybe in the, in the next year or so, no? <laughs> we'll yeah. do hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Sana, play live. If yeah, if 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 they're not aware, introduce them to United Rage, because you know you know some people, you know a lot of people. So if they want to invite United Rage to the Philippines, let us know. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, just tell them uh, how they can um, reach you on uh, social media. United yes. Rage. So uh, Facebook, it's just facebook.com slash united rage on instagram it's united rage united underscore rage um we already have you know songs on spotify itunes and all you know streaming services uh once again that's united rage okay guys thank you <laughs> thank you all right be safe thank, thank you, you be safe china god bless you and your family man Bye. You. Thanks.